Hey Sunbeams, hey. Welcome to the Sunflower Dreams podcast. I'm your host, Britt Joni, a published African-American women's fiction author who focuses primarily on healing oneself from the soul out, a proud mother of an awesome little boy, a pescatarian, and a self-proclaimed modern-day hippie. Here at Sunflower Dreams, I've created a safe space where weekly I talk healing, love, parenting, spirituality, a dose of randomness, and all of the happenings in between that helps us to vibrate higher. Please note that this podcast in no means should replace a session with a licensed professional. It is purely for entertainment. If you're still with me, let's get started. Hey Sunbeams, hey, welcome back to another episode of Sunflower Dreams Podcast. I am Britt Joni, and today we are going to dive into self-care and what that looks like. Um, I chose this topic because if you're like me, often you forget to take care of self. When I say forget, I mean like our schedule is so packed, like we're trying to check off all of the thoughts on our checklist and order to get things done. So we often neglect ourselves and then we are left burnt out. When I say um, self-care, what I truly mean is finding a balance in life, like living a balanced life. Um, by balanced life, I mean that our social, our emotional, our financial, our um, spiritual, like all of them align so that nothing is lacking. I know, I know, I know you're saying, you know, this is hard when I have to take care of my home. I have to take care of the kids. I have to do it X, Y, and Z. I'm not even saying like take a full day. I'm like saying take maybe two, three, 30 minutes um, to yourself. That can even be done during your lunch break, like like easy things. Um, I know you're asking, you know, like, where do you start? Well, again, with those two, three, 10, 20, 30 minutes, um, but when you're doing this, it is important to stick to the basics. Um, you'll find over time, you'll develop your own rhythm and your routine of what self-care looks like to you. What it needs to be is something that you actively plan rather than something that just happens. Um, it has to be a choice. And you have to treat it at that, like add activities that you like. Like if you like, if you know you like reading, take the, take your lunch break and read for those um, 30 minutes to an hour. Um, I say I'm a lot, but it's a habit. What I'm saying really is you need to take care of yourself sunbeam. What good are you doing yourself if you're being good to everybody but you? Let's stop stunning our growth just to say that we're good women, we're good moms, we're good friends, 
we're good girlfriends, we're good spouses. Like, baby, what good are we doing ourselves by trying to be good to everybody but us? Like, take me for instance. I used to be so caught up in the hype of being a good woman. I would literally sit in the house, do nothing, cook, clean, um, just be a yes girl. As disgusting as it sounds, yes, I was a yes girl. Um, but then I realized. What was, what good was I doing myself by sitting in the house being a homebody? I wasn't doing justice to nobody. I was wasting good for time years on somebody raggedy ass son. So what I'm saying to you is, baby, go live your life. A man that is after your whole heart will meet you where you're at and walk beside you as you get to the next level. Stop striving for perfection and being being a great mother or being a great spouse. Like your kids are going to love you so long as you are pouring love and laughter into their life. That man is going to love you so long as you're being good to you. You set the precedence of how you want someone to treat you. If you're not taking care of yourself, what are you telling that man? What are you telling that woman? You're telling them that you don't matter and that they can do whatever the hell they want so long as what? So long as you stay by their side? You don't have to stay by their side um, while they're living their lives and you're not doing shit with yours. Like, it becomes monotonous, it becomes boring, and whatever you thought you had, it it just becomes boring. Um, know that your spouse, your children, your friends are going to adore you so long as you are showing up and presenting your best self. Keep in mind, your best self doesn't mean you have to be perfect. Perfect is a mind frame that many skew the definition of. My idea of perfection and your idea of perfection, it could differ. So why are you running through life trying to fit your square into a circle? Your circle, well, your square, um, could be perfect for you, whether that's um, you like painting, you like drawing, you like shopping, you like doing X, Y, and Z. So long as it's making you happy, you do it. Um, what I like to emphasize is that you should keep a conscious mind and what you're doing. Like, that's what really counts. If you don't see the value and taking care of yourself or doing something for you, it won't work. And you'll continue to be angry, you know, with the world. And that's not good for you. That's not good for anyone. Like on my journey, 
to healing, I realized that I needed to stop sometimes and smell the roses. Little sunflowers in my case, because I hate roses. But I needed to stop where I was at, take a moment and reflect on what was good in my life. I found that every day that if I took even five minutes to reflect about what I had and not what I, about what I had and not what I had to do, it would be, my life started to change. And then I started to incorporate, you know, like meditation, reading, playing with my crystals, um, writing, and just connecting with myself and things started to change. I won't say that um, it was easy because it wasn't because I found that the more I wanted to do for myself, my kid had a shit ton of things that I needed to do. I struggled um, with this. And how I struggled was I had a lot of unhealthy emotions. Like I didn't know how to be good to me. I couldn't find things I connected with. I found that I was trying to model what everybody else's self-care looked like when really. So yeah, I honestly found like trying to model what everybody else's looked like was detrimental to my mental health. Like I had to take my mind out of what worked for them. Like, yeah, I logged off of social media and I started to dig to find things that I liked um, and stop fighting the emotions that scared me from taking care of self. I mean, I know everybody has this pretty picture of what you know, healing look like, of course, you knew I was going to come back to healing, um, of what healing is supposed to look like, but it wasn't pretty. Like, if you think that healing happens overnight, like, and it's just all sunflowers and rainbows and butterflies and unicorns, baby, no, I'm sorry to tell you. It does not look like that. It is an everyday process. And I had to be realistic and set realistic goals. Um, I could have, I had all the tools in the world, but I realized that I wasn't using them because I don't know why I wasn't using them. I just wasn't. Like you can have all the tools, the degrees, the riches, and the materialistic items in the world, but that won't change the fact that you need to heal nor will it catapult you to your next step in your journey. Allah. Self-care. <laughs> um, 
um, I found like when doing the self-care that there was going to be no easy way to get to where I needed to be. Um, There was no way that I was going to get to the next step in my healing by skipping steps. It had to be a natural process that I was going through. Like you, like you can't assume that a few weeks, um, a few months, a few days, a few hours, or anything like that will get you to where you need to be. No, you need to just trust the process. In order to heal, you have to go through. And when you go through, you um, you start to blossom. No matter how hard it is, you have to put your big girl panties on and face whatever is holding you back. When you're going through, you must realize that when we heal, we aren't erasing the part that broke us. We're simply letting go of the power that it has over us. Like our future is calling, but we can't get to it if we're still holding on to the pain. Like sunbeams, let that be a lesson. Like not let that be a lesson. Let that lesson be what it is. And you find ways to cope. And when you find those ways to cope, what I really mean is like you are setting boundaries, like start a no list. If you know that you need time to yourself, whether it be you sleeping, you drawing, you painting, you running, you doing whatever, you just take that time and that day and you use it for you. Don't let nobody come in and say, well, I would do it for you. No, fuck that. It's. I need time to myself. I am going to take care of me. And tomorrow, if that urge is still there or whatever it is is still urgent, I'll get to it. If you aren't dying, bleeding, or in a crisis, like if they aren't, you you tell them, it's okay. I need a moment to myself. I can't be good to you. If I'm not being good to me, if they can't understand that, then you don't really need them. I'm not saying I'll go drop everybody because that's trash. What I'm I'm saying, like, if it's not reasonable, you just got to, yeah, total lines with telling people what you're willing to accept and what you're not. If not, people are going to walk all over you and then you're going to be put in a position to resent people and that's not good either okay so the word of the week comes from my meditation this meditation was focusing on the brow chakra the brow chakra is also known as the third eye um which is the center of perception and command and honestly it um it's our sight it directs our sight and our everyday aware- awareness with the world. Um, our consciousness is located here. So this is how we relate to ourselves through this. It is how we see ourselves in the external world and how we interpret what we see and are aware of the world. <laughs> so um, it actually ties into what this episode was about, our self-care. 
So my soul focus when I am doing self-care and I'm healing or I am doing anything of the sort is to connect it back to how I'm learning. So this soul focus, it is when I'm getting to know myself, it is important that I'm being kind to myself, that I am allowing myself grace in this world to know that I am human and I do make mistakes, but I also need to be kinder to myself. If I'm not speaking kind words to myself, it is only right that my light dims and darkness starts to manifest. Like if I am constantly speaking negative things, like I can't do this, I can't do that, and I'm tearing down my self-esteem, what do I honestly think can grow from that? Nothing. It's just like if you are constantly pouring poison onto a plant. Do you honestly expect it to grow? No. So what I am challenging you and not only not only you, but myself is to look myself in the mirror. You have to look yourself in the mirror every day and say four kind things to yourself. Just four. I would go with seven because seven is my favorite number. We're, we're going to start small and we're going to go to four. We're going to do this for a week. And when we do this, we're going to check back in next week and we're going to see how it's going for us. Just like we pour into others, we need to pour into ourselves. So let's be kinder, sunbeams. Yeah. Sunbeams, thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, make sure to subscribe and like and share with a friend. I am looking forward to connecting with you again next week. As always, I'm BB and I am out. Peace, love, and light.